Welcome to Ghost Town. I'm the creepiest Steve you'll ever know. It's working class poetry now. F poetry for the people. Did I overhear that? Wonderful. Hope you've uh, stayed tuned since uh, Sandy's program. Representing you and me, if you break it down. The First Amendment, people. It's still very important. In fact, maybe more important than ever. Let's keep it in check. Speaking of my First Amendment, I've got a pretty good show today, I'd say. I'm ready to uh, communicate to you, Nashville and beyond. I've got a special guest indeed. I'm not going to feature them right away. We're going to keep them on hold for another 30 minutes or so. Play some random stuff here that I dug up from the archives. Lots of wonderful spirits to just keep hovering around my head. It's like, go away. But honestly, no, stay on. Let's get you on the show here. Okay. This, uh, this first one here, one of my favorites. I've already featured them on the show. They got a full two hours when they were on. That means I really like them a lot, and they have a lot of great songs to play and great things to say in these interview clips. No interview from them today, but a great uh, solid song from uh, the maturity, the mature part of their career off of their album Remain in Light. It's Talking Heads, The Great Curves, the song. You're listening to Radio Free Nashville, WRFN LP Pasquo. Again, I'm Creepy Steve. Keep hanging. You're in Ghost Town. Seems like the world knows nothing 
That don't sound right. What do you suppose is happening with that one? Let's try this again. Ghost Town's all about flexibility. And that's not from yoga. That's from keeping a positive frame of mind. All right. Extra flexibility. Let's see what I have to do today. Those are the sounds of ancient technology being utilized. Technology shouldn't even be used in that sentence. All right. Radio Free Nashville. It's XTC.
Back to 66 on that one. That's Reverberation by the, the 13th Floor Elevators off their debut. The psychedelic sounds of the 13th Floor Elevators. That's Rocky Erickson in his heyday. Also in there, you heard a couple of tracks from the 80s. 1989's King for a Day. That was XTC off of Oranges, Oranges and Lemons. Oranges. Making up words today. That's fun. That's, uh, that's the First Amendment, baby. Exercising it. Keeping up my chops. Kicking off the show from 1980. Off the Remaining Light LP. That's Talking Heads. The Great Curve. That's a fun one. That's just a funky album. If you don't know much about Talking Heads, I don't know. God, there's so many good albums. I don't know where you start. That'd be a good one, though. Go for it. Remaining Light, Talking Heads. All right, you're in Ghost Town. We're going to play a few more here and then get into our special featured guest today. I'm not going to give them away just yet. I'm going to keep you on the line here. You're in Ghost Town. This is Radio Free Nashville. It's The Breeders. Mm-hmm. 
Kids, it's Ween. That's the quote, David Letterman, the late great. <laughs> he's still alive. Talk show host, as you know from the Late Show. Yes, he liked Ween. I know he did. I could tell. He puts extra emphasis into saying the band's names that he really likes. Did you think Ween was the guest today? They're not, but they will be one day. That's for sure. Absolutely, one of my faves. I'll go up the list of what you heard here in a minute. Actually, in a few minutes. I've got one more for you here from the Wieners. This is off their debut, Godwin Satan. It's Never Squeal here in Ghost Town. Never squeal on a push, oh. Don't lie to your mama. Just do what you want, and it'll be okay. Don't swim in the water. Don't fly in the daytime. Just do what you wanna, and it'll be okay Never smuggle no candy Can't be what you wanna when you have a go Down to the darkest places, yeah, you gon' be okay Don't say what's really on your mind Got to give it just a little more time And try to remember this rhyme, and you'll be okay Okay. 
a squeal on the bushel. Don't lie to your mama. Just do what you wanna, and it'll be okay. But don't swim in the water. Don't fly in the daytime. Just do what you wanna, and it'll be okay. All right, that's Ween wrapping up a three-song set from those fellas. Never squeal off of Godween Satan, the oneness. Their first record, and they're also Mutilated Lips off the Mollusk, and you heard Laura off the pod, the second album. And also the Breeders in there with Raw off their, de- or sorry, their second album, came out in 93, Last Splash, had the hit single Cannonball on it, you may remember that, as well as the video. Kim Deal, Kim and Kelly Deal out of Dayton, Ohio. Not to be too transparent, but uh, before Creepy Steve resided in Ghost Town, he might have been from Dayton, Ohio. All right, I'm getting into it. It's time. They're here. They're here. They've been here. Talk about legendary. Formed in Manchester in 1982. Critics have called them the most important alternative rock band to emerge from the British independent music scene of the 1980s. NME named this band the most influential artist ever in a 2002 poll. Formed by vocalist Stephen Morrissey, better known as Just Morrissey, guitarist Johnny Marr, also the lead songwriter, along with Morrissey, bassist Andy Rourke, and drummer Mike Joyce. And uh, the songwriting partnership of Morrissey and Marr were definitely the foundation for this, uh, this collective. And the group signed to the independent record label Rough Trade Records, on which they released four studio albums. All right, they're going to be hanging with us for the next hour in Ghost Town. This is Radio Free Nashville. I'm Creepy Steve. You got the Smiths.
Johnny Marr of the Smiths. The first day that we were officially like a partnership, which was the second time we got together, part of our get-together was just making this almost like mental wish list, if you like. And um, part of that conversation was we should sign to Rough Trade Records. On a Friday afternoon in April 1983, Johnny Marr walked into the Rough Trade offices with a demo tape. I said, uh, I wanted to see Jeff Travis, and I was, I was kind of um, hustled out, really. But I kind of hung around, kind of pretending to be, like, um, doing stuff with records. And I was in there for an hour or two. And then uh, I saw Jeff come out of his office, and I think he was a little taken aback. I think I actually <laughs> grabbed his sleeve and uh, stopped him, because he was trying to get away. And I gave him this cassette, and I said, uh, I'm from Manchester, this is my band, The Smiths, and something along the lines of, you won't have heard anything like this before. I took it home that weekend, I listened to it about 20 times, and was really intrigued by it. And in the sun shines out above no, it's not like any... You couldn't really make out the words. But it was something wonderful. To Jeff's absolute credit, he called first thing on Monday and just said, this is the best thing I've heard for ages, uh, and I want to sign it to Rough Trade. I want to put this single out. And it was like, OK, bullseye, that's what we're going to do. The Smiths and Rough Trade were a perfectly timed marriage. The original impact of the post-punk, new wave and new romantic movements had passed it was time for something new. That something was indie music, and it began with The Smiths. Country boy who never knew his place. 
This Charming Man, that's The Smiths, uh, 1983 12-inch single that was off the vinyl. If you couldn't hear the cracks, snapple, snapples, and pop, whatever I'm trying to say. Snap, crackles, and pops, there it is. You know what? I drink sometimes. It happens. Whatever. All right, um, let's see. You also heard the initial single that started it all, Hand in Glove. That's uh, from 1983, their first single with Rough Trade Records, The Smiths. Um, yes, released in 1983 and uh, would sell pretty well for the next 18 months of that year, or, you know, and into 1984, although it never made it into the UK Top 40. However, uh, this release coincided with the band's second gig in London at the University of London Union, and present at that gig was John Walters, who happened to be the producer of John Peel's Radio 1 show. Pretty important stuff there, key for the band. Uh, interested, he invited the band to record a session for the program, a Peel session. And uh, Peel was very impressed. Uh, he said, because, mo- uh, because unlike most bands, you couldn't immediately tell what records they've been listening to. That's fairly unusual, very rare indeed. It was the aspect of the Smiths that I found most impressive. And following this uh, expo- exposure with Peel, the band gained their first interviews in music magazines, NME and Sounds, really catapulting them into uh, the spotlight. All right, uh, here's some, uh, actually, I've got a few off the Peel sessions for you here. So uh, these are singles that were released in that time, 1983 to 1984. But you're going to hear the Peel session versions. You're right in Ghost Town. This is Radio Free Nashville hanging with the Smiths. What difference does it make? Oops. Let's try that again. I can't start that song off incorrectly. It's got to be proper, right? Heavy words are so lightly thrown 
way that I could find any mental relaxation is to simply go out and walk, which can seem quite depressing to most people. But for me, it was perfect fuel, because then I would go home and I would write furiously. And I found that, for me, it was a brilliant outlet. It was the thing that helped. But also, you have to have a grain of hope, which is a very difficult thing to have.
Smith's Sweet and Tender Hooligan. That's off the 1983 Peel session. Also from that uh, that session, you heard Handsome Devil and What Difference Does It Make. That was recorded in May of 83 with John Peel for his BBC Radio 1 program. Uh, that was a big deal for the band. I mean, I don't know if you listen to my program regularly, but if you do, you might have caught on at this point that if you were featured on John Peel's Radio 1 program on BBC you were as good as gold as long as you kept up your chops and uh, promoted yourself from that point. But, I mean, that was a big catapult for a lot of these bands that I play on this show that came uh, out of the uh, the London, UK punk scene. I mean, people traveled from, bands traveled from afar, you know, um, Australia, New Zealand, um, you know, all over the UK, from Scotland to London to try and get in with this crowd and get on John Peel's program. I mean, there's stories of... Somebody, I can't remember which artist it was, but overheard uh, John Peel on the air express that he was hungry and uh, brought him a sandwich as well as his his own demo to get played on the air. And it was played, and I can't remember who that was offhand, but I'll I'll find out and uh, touch up on it next time. But apparently uh, it's all it took, and then that band took off. Pretty interesting stuff. 
And uh, it's just cool. It's a punk rock program that was backed by a large institution that is the BBC. So it was great. He had the money, he had the funding, and he had the, uh, the willpower and the edge to do, to do what he wanted to do. And that's what the kids were listening to was his program. So this is big stuff. I just wanted to emphasize that and make, uh, make you appreciate the situation and what that did for the Smiths as well as a lot of other bands. Um, okay, in February of 1984, the group released their debut album, self-titled The Smiths, reached number two on the UK Albums chart. And in March of 84, they performed on uh, Channel 4's music program, The Tube, Big Deal. Also, uh, the album was followed that same year by non-album singles, Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now, and William, It Was Really Nothing. Um, and also that featured uh, How Soon Is Now on its B-side. Uh, Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now secured the band's first top 10 placing and was also significant for marketing or for marking the beginning of engineer and producer Stephen Street's long-term working relationship with the band. All right, we're getting into this first album here. Reel Around the Fountain, you're right in Ghost Town. This is WRFN LP Pasquo. You're hanging with Creepy Steve and my pals, The Smiths.
Smiths, for those viewers who don't know, were chosen best new group by the recent New Musical Express poll. Mm -hmm. Now, if we were to try to figure out what's new about them that makes them so distinctive, I perhaps would focus on your lyrics. They deal f often with love, sometimes forthrightly. So what do you think is new about the group? I think people see the Smiths as being, being terribly real and terribly down to earth. Uh, and. Um, uh, I think that's very important because for quite a long time we've had all this candy floss and I mean it's c completely linked with the video. But uh, all modern groups seem to be hiding behind lots of um, props and, and pantomime and um, the Smiths don't. It's just very real people saying very real things in a very real and, and quite fundamental way. And I always find that the, the strongest way to say something it is in a very basic way and in a very forthright way. Now, in my 
rest of me at the end of the day Caligula would have blushed Oh, you've been in the house too long, she said And I naturally fled nothing the smiths there from 1984 that's the follow-up single that also with heaven knows i'm miserable now both from 1984 following their debut album the smiths 
and you heard Reel Around the Fountain there, uh, Fountain in there off the uh, the debut. Gonna move right along here. Um, yes, a word from uh, bass player Andy Rourke and drummer Mike Joyce, and then we'll hear the B-side, How Soon Is Now, which came out in 1985 on the airwaves and in the clubs. You're right in Ghost Town. I'm Creepy Steve, hanging with the Smiths. What's it all about? If you haven't yet experienced the Smith phenomenon, follow me. The Smiths, in rehearsal for their tour, which begins next week. And the man at the microphone, well, I used to know him as Stephen. But now they call him Morrissey. To some people, Morrissey is the Smiths. Which is really pretty unfair considering there are four people in the band and considering that they can't do much out there without good drumming and bass playing. Do you two ever get annoyed at the attention given to Morrissey? Um, no, not really. I think he deserves the attention he gets. Um... Oh, oh, come on, come on. There must be a little sometime when you think it's all, all Steve, all Steve Morrissey up there. Well, you never feel well we know that we're appreciated, so, I mean, but I mean, obviously, if we, if we don't do interviews and we're not on the TV, like, every hour, like Morrissey, then <laughs> and we're not going to be uh, asked anything, so, I mean, that's fine. I mean, we're... we're Happy where we are mm. in the background. Yeah, yeah. Our time will come. There have been accusations, particularly from me, that you're a northern group who are traitors because you moved to London. Well, at the time, we had to move to London just so we could uh, keep an eye on the record company at the time, but uh, everything's turning over nicely. You've and we had a lot back. of concerts down You've there. You've moved back, time. haven't you? Yes, we have. Yeah. Good to know it, and about time, too. It's <laughs> great glad.
the Morrissey cult has any real threat, then it's from the guitar cult, which is increasingly growing around the young man who writes the Smiths' tunes. His name, Johnny Marr. I'd say um, my style is influenced by um, basically American and English folk guitar. I seem to remember that kind of music, Johnny. That, that sort of thing, yeah. Um, well, basically because there's a lot of space to fill with, with um, Smith stuff, especially live, I just um, take it and sort of try a little bit more aggressively and go... Uh, As well as that, there's a bit of the old, there's, there's, there is a Sam Phillips kind of song influencing a lot of what we do. Yeah, the kind of rockabilly-ish kind of, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Those are the influences which have made the guitar fashionable again, Johnny, but I bet you can't tell me where the melodies come from. The answer is, I don't know, really. That's what Mozart used to say, you know. Good old Mozart, Mozart. hip guy.
right, that's the Smiths keeping it going here in Ghost Town. What did you hear? You just heard. I call it barbarism. You could say barbarism. Begins at home. That's off of uh, the follow-up LP, Meat is Murder. Uh, but in there before that, you heard the follow-up singles to uh, the first album. And that last one was How Soon Is Now, huge hit in 1985. And also Shakespeare's Sister from the same year. Big club tunes. Got the people moving in London, London town. And, you know, from that point afar. I'm going to keep it going with Meet is Murder. And uh, this was released in the early 1985, the second album. It was a more political album than its predecessor. And it included the pro-vegetarian title track. Apparently, Morrissey forbade the rest of his group from being photographed eating meat. Which sucks if you like burgers and stuff. You know, wings. Who doesn't like wings? Come on. No. I'm just messing, you know? (laughs) All right. But no, you know, a couple political tracks on there, if not the whole darn thing. But hey, the guy was focused. And his, his lyrics were flowing, as well as Johnny Marr's musical rhythms and riffs and whatnots. All right. This one's... Off of the uh, Meaty's Murder album, Nowhere Fast. And uh, it's a lighthearted Republicanism number, if you will. I've got a few more from uh, the Smiths. I'm actually going to part two this, parlay into the next week, and play some, uh, some other random tracks I dug up from the vault. But don't worry, there's more Smiths to come and more next week. And if I didn't play your favorite song today, because I know people hold this band very near and dear to their most inner of souls. If you hate me, if you're like, what's wrong with this guy? He didn't play this song. Feel free to text me, 615-835-3224. That's the station number, not my personal. Come on now. 615-835-3224. Shoot me a text. Let me know how much of a jerk I am, and I'll uh, try and squeeze your favorite Smith song in on next week's program. Otherwise, hit me up at Gmail, GT as in ghost town at gmail.com. That's creepy Steve GT at gmail.com. If you don't know how to spell that, I don't want to hear from you anyway. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. We're getting right back into it. What do I got for you? Oh yes. Nowhere fast off of meet his murder. This is Smith. This is radio free Nashville. I'm creepy Steve. I'd like to drop my trousers to the world. I am a man of A shock, I'd probably jump in the ocean And when a train goes by Such a sad sound It's such a sad thing To drop my trousers to the queen Every sensible child will know what this means The poor and the needy are selfish and greedy And if the day came when I felt a natural emotion I'd get such a shock I'd probably jump in the ocean And when a train goes by, such a sad sound 
instead talk about scandal. Stephen, your career has been dogged in a positive fashion by controversy and scandal. Yeah. Let's just talk about the latest one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's the opening lines on the opening track of the album, isn't it? Yes, yes Which it is. says what? Um, the first two lines are belligerent ghouls run Manchester schools, which seems to have really upset the Manchester Education Committee. I'm not surprised. Well, well, why are you not surprised? Well, it seems to be an attack on them. Why are you attacking them? Well, it is an attack on them, in a sense, but I feel that um, it, they're there to be attacked, really, if, 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 they're not, uh, if they're not really serving their pupils well. It has to be attacked, surely. I, I mean, are you saying this from your own personal experience? Entirely, entirely, which I'm sure is absolutely widespread. And I know from the amount of letters that we've received about this track that it means a great deal to people. And the fact, of course, that uh, the LP is in at one means that um, more people are in favour than against. Maybe it's because they like Johnny Marr's tunes. And yes, it could be. Yes, I'm, I'm sure it's several things, but that certainly hasn't hindered us, I must say. I must ask you, what right does the fact that you are a popular and successful pop star give you to comment on political and local well, I feel, I feel that if, if, um, if popular singers don't say these things, who does? We can't have any faith in playwrights anymore. We can't have any faith in film stars. Young people don't care about those things. They're, they're dying arts. And if you say, what right do you have? The implication there to me is that, you know, popular music is quite a low art. It should be hidden. It can be there, but let's not say anything terribly important. Let's just, you know, make disco records or whatever. So I really feel that, that we do have an obligation. And um, I, I know that people respect it and they want it. And it's working to great effect. With the ideas you have and the feelings you express, I always wanted to ask you, Stephen, why do you want to be a pop star? Well, many reasons. It doesn't make life worse. That's all that I can say. It's quite interesting. You should try it one day. Morrissey of the Smiths. Here's the track of Topic, the anti-corporal punishment, the headmaster ritual. The last one of the Smiths for you for today, but again, to be continued next Sunday, noon to 2 central. 1037 and 1071 Radio Free Nashville. Also, stream us at radiofreenashville.org. Okay. The Headmaster Ritual, and then I got a slew of songs to sling at you. Matt the Prod Man is in the house. He's gearing up for RFN Weekend. Make sure you stay tuned. He'll carry you on until the 4 o'clock hour, if you're in the central time zone. If not, you figure it out. 
I don't know how to translate that kind of thing. All right, I'm Creepy Steve. You're in Ghost Town. One last one from the Smiths.
the Headmaster Ritual, the Smiths, off of Meet His Murder, the sophomore release. And uh, you got any preview words for, uh, what, what's that one, three? Yeah. Two? Which one? one of those oh we got it now hey there man how you doing sir matt the prod man we're doing a little crossover we're doing a little crossover promotion i i wanted to say i really appreciate the ween cuts from the last hour that really made my afternoon that hits I mean, my heart yeah you know, from a week that was just basically a sh- show you know i uh that ween really lifted me up so good deal man yeah appreciate that gave you the triple threat yeah because one's never good enough it's like lay's potato chips <laughs> with ween if you ask me yeah can't get enough yeah well I'm going to carry you for another 20, 19, and then Matt, Matt the PM is going to take over with RFN Weekend as he does. All right. We're going to try. Well, you're going to do well. Thank you, man. You're going to do. You're going to look real sharp. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Looking good over there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know what? <laughs> Radio programmers, I like to call us DJs, are some of the, the sexiest. They're a bunch of Rudy Poots, though. Yeah. People just never DJ really know. DJing disc jockeys and all that other stuff. <laughs> a bunch of Rudy Poots. Nah, we're all right. We're, we're, a, we're a pretty wild bunch here can't deny that i can't deny the truth in that one maybe one day i'll uh open up visually on on skype or um you know like facebook live facebook live well yeah. you know you do have an opportunity to kind of be out there in the open you know coming up here in april go for it the, do this uh, the uh, the rfn uh, birthday bash 12th birthday bash at senior prom and you're going to be doing a live uh, broadcast at noon that seems the case and then Excited. i'm coming on after that at two yep so we're going to be there playing the jams there in the tap room, and then there's going to be live music outside. That's a whole big thing. This is Yazoo he's talking about Yazoo, in Nashville. Yazoo. If you're in Yazoo the Nashville, in, Tennessee area. Yes, down in the historic Gulch area, and uh, it should Davidson. be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm excited about it. I, oh, you me know, too. I, I told people, you know, this is going to be one of the few opportunities you'll see me in a tux. So I, That's the only reason i got to get that there. lined up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Besides having to do my broadcast, that's the other reason I'm going to be attending. Absolutely, yeah. man. Number Absolutely. three is beer. Yes, absolutely. So find out more on our Facebook page. Just look up Radio Free Nashville. You can find out about tickets and all that good stuff. So And Yaz is a local Nashville brewery. Yes. So it's just supporting local, local, all good stuff. Local. And this is our big fundraiser for the year. So mm-hmm. we, we could use the money to keep up on our technology and everything that we have to pay out on to keep functioning. Yeah. Licensing, you know, royalties. We are non-commercial. Electricity, water. And we're here for you. Sewa. We're here for you, so sh- so let's 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 do some reciprocation love here. Play, 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 let's play it. What? Lay, lay it on us. Bro. Okay, this what is. We got? <laughs> I like I like to talk when I can. I'm usually alone, so oh, I'm like Morrissey. I feel lonely sometimes. I have to go and cry. Oh yes, part two of the Smiths next week. We'll cry some more. Okay. Okay. That's it though. That's it. No, we, no, I, had no a, I had an no. off mic talk with you. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna, we're not going to go there. Okay. He was a poet. People love the Smiths and Morrissey especially. Rock and Roll, this is a live version of the Velvet Underground from 69. Lou Reed and the Bunch. You're in Ghost Town. This is Radio Free Nashville. Gina said when she was just five years old, there was nothing happening at all. Radio, there was nothing happening at all. Then one fine morning she put on a New York station. She didn't believe what she heard at all. She started 
started dancing to that fine, fine music. You know her life was saved by rock and roll. The truth, no computations. The dance to a rock and roll station. It was all right. It was all right. When she was just five years old There was nothing happening at all Two TV sets and two Cadillac cars Well, baby, they won't help you at all Then one fine morning she heard a New York station She didn't believe what she heard at all She started dancing to that fine, fine music You know her life was saved by rock and roll You could dance to a rock and roll station And it was all right It was all right Here she come now
Foxhole. That's television. Out their follow-up adventure, the sophomore release. And also you heard Cockadoodle Don'ts. Bullfrog Blues was the track. That was the legendary Shack Shakers. And kicked it off. Rock and Roll, a live version by the Velvet Underground from 1969. Matt the Proud Man is queuing up to bring you RFN Weekend. I appreciate you hanging out with me, Creepy Steve, here in Ghost Town today with uh, the Smiths, among others. Part two next week, noon to two. Everybody have a good uh, weekend. And uh, just, you know what, just enjoy yourselves. All right, I'm going to do, yeah, I'll just do Suicide. Suicide, not the act, the band. Strider, motorcycle hero He's a looking so cute Sneaking round and round round in a blue jumpsuit Cruise Rider, motorcycle hero He's a blazing away. Like the stars, stars, stars in the universe. Goose rider, motorcycle hero. America, America is killing its youth. <laughs> 